0: The best damn podcast that the internet has to offer. From the sniper of snipers, they talk about my one ups. The gamer of gamers, hail to the king, baby, and the best damn charity streamer that the world has ever known. Get back to work, you slacker. That's right. This is the Clock Nine Show. Now I would like to introduce the one, the only, me. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the glock nine show this show has been doing insane lately I, i mean i don't even know what has gotten into you guys i mean the interviews have gotten so many great reviews The itunes reviews again take a second out of your day give us a fair and honest review on any platform you're on if they have a rating system it's incredible to see now on this episode Many of you have heard me talk about, um, you know, Dad's in Gaming. Uh, in some of the live streams I've done lately, I kind of went over a little bit of what happened. Uh, yes, my family caught the COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and basically, people were asking, like, exactly my thoughts on it. What, you know, what symptoms did they have? How severe was it? You know, so to start from the beginning... You know, we'll get into the whole, you know, the vaccination thing. I'll just talk about that real quick. You know, people know my feelings on the vaccinations, but if you don't know, I believe it's all your choice. If you want to go get vaccinated, dude, go get it. Go do what you got to do. What I don't agree with is people telling other people not to do it, people telling people that you need to do it, trying to guilt them into it. That's not okay. It's not okay to try and, you know, tell people what to put in their body what not to put in their body you know such as that you know when it comes to this whole pandemic and this and that it's my thing is my own personal opinion is I'm 29 years old with no underlying issues in my respiratory system uh 29 year olds is like a 99.9% survival rate I'm not going to go put a quote-unquote experimental drug into my system for something that is 99.9% chance to not kill me um, that's my opinion. That's just for me, but I don't look at anybody that's getting it in a different way. So it's funny to me how vaccines have all of a sudden changed where now it's become a guilt trip. Like, well, getting the vaccine is not about you. It's about the people around you. Getting a vaccine does not stop you from spreading it. It's supposed to make it to where... It, and in reality, um, it doesn't even really... Protect you from getting COVID. There's been people who are double vaccinated who have gotten COVID, but they don't talk about it uh, because they want you to get it. I don't think they're putting a microchip in you. They're not. I mean, like I, I've I've said this many times. You know, it. They're not putting a microchip in you to track you. This and that. We already have phones. They can track your phone. All right. Big brother is bigger than what you think. So, um. So, when it comes down to for me is. There hasn't been enough research on the on this thing. I don't I don't want to go and actually do harm to myself when I actually probably wouldn't have any harm done to me already through COVID. You know, people handle it differently. I'm gonna before I tell you what, how my family went through it. He, everybody handles it differently. I mean, people have different reactions to it. I know people that have tested positive with zero symptoms, and I know people that actually felt like they were gonna die. I actually know somebody that actually passed away due to COVID doesn't matter that the guy was like five foot three weighed 340 pounds the bottom line is my friend would not have passed away if he didn't have covid so i mean bottom line but so me when i tell you my family's symptoms don't take it as i'm trying to downplay covid it is a real virus it is something you know to take seriously me and klamath i know you're listening so yeah i'm gonna say you know We were talking about the other day it's pretty sad that it takes COVID for people to finally start washing their hands when you should already be practicing good hygiene you know what I'm saying it's like it's pretty bad that like now all of a sudden things that you should have been taught as a child people are now doing because they're afraid of COVID you should always be washing your freaking hands and practicing good hygiene just saying you know I'm not a germaphobe in any sense of the matter but if I see you in the bathroom and you do not wash your hands on the way out I will never look at you the same way again I probably never shake your hand again it's just that's just disgusting bro it's just disgusting. But anywho, again, you know, when it comes to vaccines, whether you got it, whether you didn't get it, leave your neighbor alone. I don't care about this whole new door-to-door knocking thing. Do not knock on my door asking me to get a vaccine. I'm not going to knock on your door telling you that it's wrong to get a vaccine. I, I don't think it's wrong to get a vaccine. And case in point, I just don't care, okay? Um. But anyway, so what ended up happening was... You know, we've been going to church again and stuff like that. My wife is the children's ministry director of church. She runs the children's program. Um, one night, my son had a fever, a very mild fever. He kind of said he had a headache and stuff like that. But then my wife was telling me she had a pretty bad headache. and But I, I can't remember if that. Was, I, I really can't remember if that was the only symptoms that she had. Because I remember when she told me she was going to get tested. I was like, are you seriously going to get tested for COVID because of that? Like come on, but, you know, like, it, it's not even really like his, I remember it wasn't even like his symptom, it was basically she was complaining she had a really severe headache. So she went and got tested, but she was staying at her mom's house. You know, she went, she had to go She had to go to her mom's house, or stay at her mom's house for like two nights because she had work to do, you know, over there. And so she ends up getting tested and going to her mom's house. The next thing you know, I get a text message at one in the morning of her test results that says that she's positive. So, she tests positive and now it's like well what do we do now you know like you're at your mom's house well she goes why well, you should go get tested that way if you're negative then i won't come home and infect you know infect the house i'm like well you were already here we were sleeping in the same bed like less than 24 hours ago so i mean if i'm gonna get it, i'm gonna get it but we had this whole thing set up to i was probably i was supposed to go to texas and all this other stuff so if you guys did not know, Walmart, CVS, and some of these other drugstores um, have a at-home COVID test kit that's supposed to be 97% accurate. So I went and ordered a couple of them. They come with two tests in a pack. You bet, It looks like a pregnancy test, honestly. You take like a little swab, swab each side of your nose for 15 seconds each, put it in this little solution. You close this little envelope, and the solution touches this little glass piece if it has two lines you're positive one line you're negative so i did it i went and did it and uh it was negative well my wife really wanted to come home because you know when you're sick you want to be in the comfort of your own home it makes it makes sense checks out you know my thing my my thing ever since i was a kid when you're sick you stay in bed sleeping and napping is the best thing for you you know, when you're sleeping, you know, it's known that your body is healing itself and it's the best thing for you. So when you're sleeping, that that's when you're already healing. So I didn't want to keep her from her own bed. So she came home the next night. Uh, I actually was kind of self-quarantining to the family room where my, uh, my whole setup is. Basically put a sheet up uh, in, into the entryway of the room so the kids couldn't come in and stuff like that. I basically kind of, quote unquote, quarantined for two days, but then it got to a point. Like as a husband and a father, like it's yes, I was trying to take precautions because you want you know I needed to go out there and you know for business and stuff like that. But like you know the kids were like my my son got over it in like literally like two days. His fever went away. The only thing was he lost his taste and smell temporarily, very short, like maybe half a day or a day, but. You know but the kids were getting the girls were getting sick like runny nose no no coughing no shortness of breath no they've had they all of them that tested positive or got sick they've had colds worse than this like and again that's not me trying to downplay COVID. it's just the their symptoms were very very mild it was super mild uh, you know i've seen them in way worse conditions but basically after i want to say monday I was just like, all right, enough's enough. I slept in the same bed with them. I was taking care of them, you know, helping out, you know. And my wife lost her her taste and smell, which she says is the worst part of the whole thing. Like literally actually eating, when you eat, imagine eating something and you literally can't taste it. Like I remember, (laughs) you guys have seen me on stream. I've been addicted to these super burritos from this Mexican taqueria in in my town. I've been eating. I've I've had way too many of them, dude. Uh, But I ordered her a super taco, and they're amazing, by the way, absolutely amazing. So you know, if I I, it's my it's the golden rule. If I order food, I no matter what, whether she says she's hungry or not, I have to order her something. So I ordered ordered her the super taco, and then she couldn't even taste it. Like literally, she ate it because she had to eat. You know, she didn't really eat that day because she can't taste anything. So that's what she was saying. That's like literally the worst thing of, of the whole entire symptoms. But so, yeah, so I ended up, you know, taking care of them, doing all this stuff and sleeping in the same bed. And I got, I tested, we bought a bunch of those tests. Uh, my son tested positive. My wife tested positive. The girls never tested positive. We tested all the girls. Um, they never tested positive, but they had the same symptoms. So, that's one of the things where i think the test may not be right but i tested myself over the over the course of 2 to 3 weeks about 6 times never came up positive never had any symptoms never lost my taste never lost my you know, my sense of smell never had a runny nose you no know, nothing i like to piss my wife off and say it's just cuz i have a superior you know immune system you know i take my vitamin c I take my one a day men's pills every day, multivitamins. I may not be the healthiest looking guy because of my gut, but I do take care of myself in a sense. (laughs) I just, I need to get back to working out and like exercising. Too much streaming and podcasts sitting in this chair, man. I blame it on the kids, but (laughs) excuses, excuses. But anywho, (laughs) uh, it's one of those things, though, where. We were, we. I like to say, we, you know, we were lucky. I never, like, even if you guys listen to Dad's in Game with Octane and Goldie, I never. If you can actually watch, like, me and Goldie are kind of on the same page with COVID. Like, even me and my dad, when COVID first started last year in twenty twenty, we were like buying into this whole thing where like they almost were like making it seem like people were dying in the streets. It's like the Black Plague watching these numbers go up and up and up it's like you know we were actually worried and i we had to take extra precautions in the beginning because of my father-in-law and chemotherapy and everything and again sadly passed away not due to covid or anything that just due to lung cancer but you know we took every precaution possible um but after you know the summer last year going into the winter it was just getting kind of kind of pathetic you know the way that in my own eyes okay again this is my opinion this is my show this is just the way i think it's just getting to a point now where like you were seeing states like opening up and like numbers were going down because of herd immunity before everyone was getting vaccines and all this other stuff and it it was becoming like you're seeing the numbers any death is tragic it's not you know i don't like sitting there using you know people try and use like the death toll and this and that any loss of life is tragic you know, it, it's it's horrible. But the thing is, it wasn't really as bad as the as the picture they were painting. And they basically were trying to make it seem like, well, if you got COVID, you're gonna die, and that's not the case with my our case, basically. You know, but again, if you have underlying issues, like yes, I think you should take every precaution possible. Like, if you have an underlying issue that if you got COVID, it it, it will most likely be deadly go and get the vaccine like go do it you know i'm not saying again i'm not sitting here telling you guys not to do it and not i'm not telling you guys to not take it serious my family is a different case your family might not be able to handle the same way for whatever reason so it's just one of those things where i again after three or four weeks they haven't they've been good ever since the scary part about the whole thing in all honesty so She got tested at the doctor. The doctor's office is the one that tested her. Well, they had to report it to the state. And they were, like, hounding my wife trying to find me and figure out where I am if I was exposed, if I'm exposing other people and stuff like that. And that was kind of like, like, they were pretty aggressive in trying to find me. It was actually like a, like, dude, they're trying to figure out where I'm at. Like they kept calling her, calling her. I got a couple of calls too. I didn't answer, but it was just like, holy crap, dude. I think and it's kind of one of the reasons why the Texas trip, you know, kind of didn't happen because we automatically assume that I'm not going to be allowed on. I'm going to be on the no fly list, you know, like cause they know that I have COVID in my household, I can't go anywhere. Whether I'm positive or not, I'm still quote unquote exposed. I mean, then the the, 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 the very next day we get this big, huge box big huge box delivered to the to the front door. It was like, what the heck is that? Dude, the doctor's office sent us like like 10 or 15 bottles of hand sanitizer, gloves, masks. Um they said don't use your own, you know, plates and cups and silverware. Use all these throwaways. Like they gave us paper plates and plastic utensils and stuff like that. And they, it was just a big, huge care package, and basically told you to not go anywhere. I mean, it was actually pretty crazy the the precautions that they take. But it's what well, you know. But at the end of the day, so people keep asking. You know, the main reason I'm doing this episode is how are they doing now? My wife, as of so this was about three weeks ago. My wife, uh, her smell is at like seventy five percent. She said her taste is back. She could taste food again. I know people that have actually had lost their taste and smell for like months. So she's lucky that hers are back. My son's fine. All the girls are fine. Nobody's sick. Again, somehow I'm still not sick. I keep I keep waiting. My wife my wife keeps telling me they keep messing with her about it. Like probably comes before the fall. Watch, you're gonna get it and you're gonna be super sick. I was like, with my luck that probably would happen too. But we did just get I went to the doctor the other day, got my blood drawn, I uh, got a bunch of tests done. Uh, did an antibody test. I still haven't got my results back for the antibody test. Uh, everything else came back good. You know, super healthy. Just saying. Just saying all my numbers are in there. There was only one that was a little weird, but should be nothing to be concerned about. I got a response to my doctor. He said, don't worry about it. So I'm not going to worry about it. But anyways, it's, it's, you know, again, COVID's real. It's not fake. It's not. It's not really something that, like, I like to openly joke about. Like, you know, we make little, like, jokes and stuff, you know, amongst friends and stuff like that. Like, someone sneezes and it's like, oh, COVID, you know, jokingly. But it, it's it's a real thing. It could potentially harm somebody just like any other virus. Same thing with the flu. The flu kills people. Um, it's just this is a super virus that was, I'm sorry, designed. It was messed with by humans, and that's what, you know. Uh, you know, that's what happens when humans try and play God, dude. You messing with something you should be messing with. I'm sorry, you should not be making, or honestly, making super viruses, basically. But you know, again, obviously, family's good, everyone's good. We, you know, we, we have nothing to really worry about at all. But I know people are going to ask me this, you know, even even after I did this podcast, but. Again, they're gonna they're gonna ask me like, "What's my main issue, truly, with vaccines? Why I won't get it, other than my survival rate being a ninety nine point nine percent for my age group?" It's it's the the fact of the thing I hate is how people everyone knows who I voted for. I, I'm not ashamed to say that I voted for Donald Trump twice, but people have been trying to use that as a well. If Trump was president right now, you'd probably still get it because you know he'd be pushing it. I'm like. He was pushing it while he was president. Was trying to get it out. I still wouldn't take it. That man is vaccinated. He had COVID. I still wouldn't get it. You know, and it's one of the things where we're seeing now already. There's, you know, the what the Johnson Johnson they had to put that warning on there about heart inflammation with people that are younger than 18 years old. And you know, there's been you know actually if you guys haven't looked it up, for a short period. Australia uh, actually stopped giving out the vaccine because, or I can't remember if, um, if it was just one specific one, but they were having so many issues. They were having so many issues with people having sickness, or, you know, there were people that died and stuff like that due to the vaccine that Australia actually stopped distributing. I don't. I don't. I don't want to say there were all of them. I just want to say it was one specific one, but there was obviously an issue. So at at one point they had they stopped everyone from getting this certain vaccine because there was an issue. Now that is a cause for concern. You know, and it's like this is you, realistically whether you guys want to admit it or not, is it, it will it has not been FDA approved. They will not approve it. You know, anytime soon, and that, that's straight from their mouths. You know, I watched that little hearing they had on the whole thing and why they want to prove it is because realistically, we are the experiment. Granted, you need to take... So with, with how this whole thing has played out, they want to take every precaution, right? They want to... They see it as if everyone was vaccinated, then everything would be all freaking sunshine and rainbows. Well, it's not true. People who have gotten vaccinated still get it the same way. So this is why I don't get the flu vaccine, okay? Growing up, growing up, I always had the flu vaccine. My mom always had me get it. Every single year I got the flu vaccine, I would always get the flu. Always. Like literally like a week or two after getting the shot, I would get the flu. And I'd be sick as a dog. Well, when I turned 18 years old, I asked my mom about the flu shot. She goes, well, you're an adult now. It's your choice. I haven't got the flu shot since I was 17 years old. And in 12 years, I have never gotten the flu. I've never gotten sick from the flu again. So now again, that's me. That is me. I'm not saying don't get the flu shot. because I know many people who get the flu shot. That has also, number one, been through way more testing over the years and perfected and everything. But I know many people, almost everyone I know gets the flu shot and they don't have an issue, Uh, but I do, you know? So it's one of the things where like, I don't feel safe taking it, you know, experimental brand new vaccine that hasn't truly been tested. If I've already had issues with another vaccine, that's actually been tested and thoroughly done over the, you know, perfected over the years. So that's also another reason why for me now, I'm not saying I'll never get the vaccine, I'm just saying at this moment in time, right this second, no, I'm, I'm not going to get it right now. You know, there's no, I, I don't feel the need to go get it right now. But as for this whole knocking on people's doors and, you know, trying to guilt people into it. Because again, I don't care what you guys say. I don't care what anybody says. Getting the vaccine does not stop you from being able to spread it. It's not how it works. The only thing it's supposed to do is to, it's supposed to make your chances of getting it lesser and if you do get it it's supposed to make your symptoms lesser that that's all it is and that's that's literally what we're told about it we're not told that you're automatically superman and it cannot affect you whatsoever and you're 100 percent protected that is not true again i'm not telling you not to get it explaining my reason i I know i'm repeating myself a lot but i need to make it clear i am not trying to lead anyone down a certain path or away from a certain path i'm just giving my opinion because i get this i get that question all the time i literally get asked about covid all the time it's becoming like all of our you know conversations i mean look at this podcast like you can go back to my interview with Brian Reedy. We talked about it. You know, my interview with Filer. It came up, and we had like a fifteen minute, you know, talk about COVID, which was not even part of the plan. And you know, it, it, you look at dads and gaming. It became a lot of our content over the last year because it's just the, it's the, you know, it's all we talk about nowadays. Talk about things getting back to normal. You talk about things, you know, going back to the way it was. And I truly don't believe that's going to go back to the way it was for a long time. Now. I told people on Dads and Game my little trick I number one, let's get into let's get into face masks for a second. So face masks. Now I am a huge believer. Face masks work if you are sick. It's supposed to stop you if you have a cough or you know, you know, some kind of cold or something like that. It is going to stop you from spreading it. To an extent it's still going to blow out the sides of the mask but when you're coughing and this and that it it will help prevent it a, a bit right studies have shown for many years many years that wearing a face mask like that those little cloth face masks are actually very bad for your health like wearing, if you had to wear it for eight hours at work, especially in the kind of work that I do, very strenuous, hard labor job, sweating and everything in it for eight hours, you're when you're breathing out, your body is exhaling, not just CO2, but like certain toxins and stuff like that. Well, that's all now getting stuck in the mask and you're constantly, you're breathing it out and then breathing right back in. And it's actually really bad for you. There's been lots of tests done on people's masks that have worn them for eight hours or you know, and I know a lot of people. You guys probably do it too. Use the same face mask because now face masks are a fashion statement. You gotta have this really cool, bedazzled, or it has to say some. You know, I see people with like political ones and all this other stuff, and you and everyone wears the same mask. I don't. If I if I wear a mask in a store or something like that, it's always a brand new one. As soon as, and as soon as I'm done wearing it, I throw it away because I've I've known about this for a long time but there's been tests done on these masks and how much bacteria is actually in there. And you're constantly breathing in, breathing it out, breathing it in, breathing it out. You're actually not, you know, your body's trying to get rid of that and you're inhaling it back in. So it's actually really bad for your health to wear those things all day long. So I'm not a huge fan of face masks, but I am a huge believer in if you are sick, if you have a runny nose, if you're coughing, yes, if you're going to be around other people, like if you're going to go to a store... I mean, number one, if you're sick... Again, I just said in the beginning of the podcast, you should be in bed. Being sick, stay home. Stay in bed. Get better. Sleep. But if you had to go... Let's say you had to go out and go, go to the drugstore and get some medicine or something like that. Put a mask on. For a second. You're sick. You know, it's not that hard. Hand sanitizer. Boom. Done. It's not that hard. But I'm, I'm at this point now where, like, we're, you know... I, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of face masks whatsoever. But... My little trick to you guys. Now, I know I live in California where it's like they treat it like it's COVID still like how it was in March of 2020. Where they act like, I don't know. But the little trick that I teach people is always have a face mask in your pocket. Okay. Walk into any store you want without it on. And normally they're not going to say anything to you. Even if there's a sign on the door that says mask required blah 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 you walk in the store now if someone tells you hey you need if someone that works at the store says hey you need to put your face mask on all you got to do is just like uh dude i forgot my bad and pull the mask out of your pocket put it on if the store requires you to wear like actually cuz there's stores nowadays like 711 says on the door mask required and they're not wearing masks and they don't care if you wear one or not the signs just up there. I don't go by the sign. I go by more or less the people working there and stuff like that. But don't be that jackass that literally goes in there knowing that he's going to not wear the mask. And then as soon as they say something to you, try and cause a scene and try and, you know, I ain't wearing no effing mask and blah, blah, blah. no, just put your mask on for a second, grab your groceries and just get out of there. It, it's not hard to put one on for a couple of minutes. Okay i'm i i can't stand seeing these people that actually purposely go out there and try and cause a scene but again you can you can try it do it i do it everywhere i always have one in my pocket and then but if someone that works there tells me i need to have it on i'll throw it on for a second but the thing is things aren't going to change until people start trying to take that action you know what i'm saying like you know if you're just going to keep wearing one all the all the time, everyone's just going to keep wearing them, whether people say it's good for you, bad for you, not because the mask mandate, the mask mandate's is technically over. Like in California, it ended on June 15th, but yeah, everyone's like, I was just having this conversation with somebody where I, where I live is like the farmland of central California. It's not like the Bay area where I'm from now out here. No one really wears masks at all, like anywhere. But here I am, I drive an hour to go to the Bay Area where I'm from to go see friends and there's literally people wearing a mask outside, walking their dog by themselves and no one's around. Like It makes no sense. Like Honestly, to me, man, but you, again, it makes no sense to me, but hey, you do what you want to do. That's my, you know, you have the right to do whatever you want to do. I also have the right to criticize and question it, but it's just one of those things where like i it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me how people are still doing that it doesn't make sense to me when people are fully vaccinated and then because someone's not vaccinated they still want them to wear a mask around them and stuff like that like you're vaccinated in your mind you should be good that's the whole point of getting it me not being vaccinated does not mean I can spread it easier. That's that's not how it works. And I don't know why this whole thing has changed. Why they're trying? Why they're trying to say this? It, that's not how it works. I'm gonna keep reiterating that. Whether you're vaccinated or not, you can still spread it. If you are vaccinated, you can still get it. It's been proven. You know, it's been proven time and time again. But it's just it's just one of those things where it's just it won't compute in my mind how that works but again if that's your choice to do so go ahead and do it but it's also my choice to not go with the flow you know like to, again there was multiple people in my household that had it and somehow i didn't get it it makes no sense it, it makes no sense like this super contagious virus was all over my house and in my bed sleeping with me you know my kids all over me you, you parents know when your kids are in your bed they don't sleep normally in your bed they sleep on your face and, and just it's just so uncomfortable sleeping with your own kids in your bed it's just just little jerks dude <laughs> but it's like how i just don't understand how i didn't get it doesn't make sense again not saying that you guys will be as lucky as i will but i'm just saying it doesn't make sense to me but anyways guys that is my story that is how it affected my household that is my full you know rant about vaccines and about masks and stuff like that but i'm going to reiterate to you guys man if you want to get vaccinated please go get vaccinated don't let somebody influence you to do it or influence you not to do it. it is your choice it is your body your choice right that's what they usually tell us my body my choice but when it comes to vaccine no you don't have a choice right <laughs> that's a whole different argument but it's just one of the things just just make your own decisions it, you know if you don't want to do it don't do it don't be pressured into doing it if you want to do it glory glory go, go ahead and go do it you know but i I you know one thing i really do hate i'm sorry one last thing i can't stand i've always hated the i voted stickers okay i've always hated those Like, look at me i voted good you're exercising your american right to vote that's awesome like now everyone has to go out there and post their, look at my covid vaccine passport yay like 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 it's it's a cool thing to do I, I i don't get it I it's just i don't know man it's just like it's such a cringy thing to me when people are like It's, But again, it's the same thing with the I Voted stickers And how everyone goes out there and goes I did my part And now everyone's saying, I did my part, I got vaccinated Like, look at my passport You know, my 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 vaccine passport, whatever You know, it's. I don't know, man That that to me is just so cringy Like, good for you, you got it Good for you, you feel better and everything And, you know, hopefully you don't get it I don't hope anybody gets it I don't care how mild my, my family's issues were Or symptoms were I don't I hope nobody gets it. You know what I'm saying? But again, I, I just I can't stand it, dude. So annoying. Anyways, guys, I love you all. Thank you so much for all the love you've been showing me. Thank you so much for all the shares on the podcast. Thank you for all the I thank you for all the criticism as well. You know, when you guys criticize, you know, kind of the way I say things, kind of the way I do things. I know I jump down rabbit holes and kind of go off track. This is just me sitting here talking for half an hour every episode, man. And I appreciate you guys giving me topics. Thank you for the DMs. Thank you for continuing to help me grow this podcast, sharing it with your friends. I see the Twitter posts. I see the Instagram posts. I see you guys tagging me in people's tweets and stuff like that when they say, you know, as anybody have a good podcast to listen to? You guys put on there at Glock 9, go share the Glock 9 show. It makes me feel so great that you guys, you know, after... You know about forty. You know over forty episodes recorded. You know that every episode is just getting better and better. You know reviews and more and more plays and more and more shares. It's awesome to see, and it's all because of you guys. And I thank you guys so much. If you guys are new here and this is your first episode, welcome to the Glock Nine Show, baby. We don't. I don't care about you know saying what's on my mind and how I feel. I'm not worried about backlash. You know, welcome. If you guys are not following already, make sure you follow at Glock Nine on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even on TikTok, you know, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Glock9GL0CKN9NE and on Facebook is glock 9 glockn 9 ne Links are down below. You can find me. If you guys wanna hear a topic, make sure you DM me, get in contact with me. It's not hard. Post it in the Gilded server. You can find me on Discord. If you say you can't get a hold of me, you're lying, okay? My DMs are not that full. Anyways, guys, have a great rest of your week. As always, stay safe, stay blessed, also stay healthy. Love you all. Till the next one. Peace.